to the bat, to the bat, to the bat, papa. I I need like a gong gong player to be announcing my entrance when I enter because for those of you who do not know, I'm a princess. Yeah, I am a princess, a princess from a special land. But we won't get into that today because that's not what I'm talking to you guys about today. So um, welcome to a new episode of Talk to Me Toast. For those of you who do not know, I am Toast, baby girl Toast. You know, and I like to come on here and just talk about anything and everything. Um, and today's episode, I'm actually a little nervous for what I decided to talk about. Um, so quick, free lewd i mean obviously you've already seen the topic right the episode rather the title i don't know you've seen the title of today's episode and you kind of already have an idea what this is about but um a little background to why i've decided to record this now is i recently graduated so if you follow me on instagram or you follow me on twitter and you've been active in the past week you've probably seen me making noise about the fact that i just graduated school and for a lot of people that are closest to me and are within my direct network especially that are present here with me in canada um they've been really excited for me and i know for a lot of them a lot of that excitement comes from knowing a lot of the things that i've had to kind of <laughs> that I've kind of, had, kind of had to live through and you know win through since I moved here and since I started you know just pursuing higher education really. Um, so I'm going to be sharing some stories from just my journey to the degree. I guess that's what we can call this mini series, but it's not going to be back to back. So I'm sharing one story today. I'll share another story, you know, maybe some other time, depending on, you know, my mood versus, you know, the demand versus, you know, whatever. Anyway, so yeah, today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how I spent my tuition. Like, as in, I had tuition money with me that was meant to go towards my school fees and I spent it. (laughs) So anyway, sit back. Um, I hope you really enjoy this episode um i'm going to pretty much just tell you the story and tell you what i learned from it um and i also just want to add before i really really delve into the story that today's episode is just a thing i'm doing to really just encourage anyone who is in any situation where they're really battling guilt um or just a feeling of insufficiency really basically it's meant to inspire to perspire to aspire really um so yeah you understand if you stick to the end so please stick to the end because i know you guys like to leave the podcast around maybe around this time safe because this introduction has been very long anyway to the gist of the matter so um i personally live in canada i've lived here for about five years um i moved here when i was 17 and I moved here for school. So initially I was in University of Toronto, Mississauga, but then eventually I moved to Humber College. Now, in this time, um, how it's kind of worked for the past few years is my mom has been paying my tuition and my rent, right? So typically she sends me the money and I make the payment to, you know, wherever it's due. So she'll send me money for rent, I pay my rent myself. If it's tuition, she'll send me money, you know, because I don't know how familiar you guys are with sending money from um nigeria to canada but it's a bit of a nightmare so 
she kind of always has to get creative in terms of how to get money to me and then i obviously can just make a very direct bank transfer from my canadian bank account to wherever the money needs to get to so um another you know backstory is in march of last year 2019 i had just lost my dad so right after around the time that i lost my dad in march um actually in april because i lost my dad in march my mom sent me money she's like you know what i don't know what the next few months are going to look like here's this money just keep it towards your tuition um now at that time i had stopped working and i um <laughs> i had stopped working and i had a bit of money that was still in my account i was doing a bit of design work um so i was good you know a bit um and then at some point in that same period i also got a credit card so i went to buy myself a, i got myself a credit card for my business that was strictly meant to be for business expenses anyway but you know i had a credit card for my business expenses and yeah i had money in my account so i was fine um around that same period i had to go home for my dad's funeral it was actually meant to be going home to see my dad but it just worked out that he had died like the timing of when he died just kind of made it work so that his funeral was when I was going to be home anyway. So anyway, this is not a story about my dad. Um I so around that time I had also stopped working. Now, another thing about the backstory, so my mom used to send me money for my rent and tuition, but you know that was it. So I used to work and I used to pay all my other bills and just kind of take care of myself, so everything from, you know, my phone bill, my utilities, my feeding my transportation whatever else i needed really outside of my rent and tuition i was covering out of pocket um and it was mainly from working part time in retail but supplemented by working occasional like design like contracts and stuff um anyway so i stopped working had all this money in my account you know thousands of dollars but i was broke at some point right and then i went I was getting broke. So I went home to Nigeria and I was fine for like the month that I was there obviously because I was staying at home. I didn't really have any bills. I had money in my Naira account before going home. So like yeah, I wasn't really paying for anything, but in the off chance that I did need to pay for something, I had the money in my Naira account. I spent a bit from my Canadian account, but it wasn't anything like too significant. Anyway, come back to Canada and then obviously life is supposed to go on, right? Like I've lost my dad, I've mourned my dad, I've gone to, you know, bury him and I'm back in Canada. But then like I mentioned, I used to work and pay my bills, but now I still wasn't working and I just didn't have it's in me to go back to retail. Like I like I really just at that time just I couldn't do it. I don't know how to explain that to anybody, but I just felt like I couldn't do it and I I didn't feel there was no kind of push around me like immediate push for me to get into retail. Um and I think I had like a bill that I needed to pay, right? And I looked into my bank account. I saw all this money that was there that I knew was for my tuition and I was like, "You know what? Like eventually i'll start working like because i'd always been working for years and years right um and i was like yeah like i will just take this money from this you know sum in my account and i'll pay back when i start working i didn't pick choose a date that i'll start working but he said i said yeah yeah i'll start working now at this same time i had been growing a lot as a designer and i just felt like you know what like why would i go and be spending all these hours working a job that i didn't like when um i could just work 
with the school that I was trying to grow anyway. And it's not like I wanted to lo- work long term. I still had to go back to school for one semester and then go and do an internship after that. So I was like, yeah, I'm just going to get a job for the course of summer in design. It shouldn't be too hard. You know, my skills are kind of there. So I started looking for a job in design. I was going for interviews. I was, um, you know, fixing my portfolio. I was actually actively job searching. So obviously, because I was actively job searching, I felt like, you know, something would pop soon. You know, something would work out. I was getting a lot of interest um, from potential employers. So, well, not a lot of interest, but I was getting some interest from potential employers. So I just kind of felt like I, it, it would be good. I would be fine. I would have a job, you know, within weeks. But weeks and weeks were going and, you know, nothing was coming. So this whole time I had started, you know, spending more and more, just like every so often, you know, a couple hundred dollars here, you know, settle this bill, settle that bill, or um, I think, yeah, like I had, you know, yeah, anyway, so I had like a few bills here and there that I needed to sort out, and then I didn't really make any big, big indulgent purchase, it wasn't like I went and bought like a nice pair of shoes, I went and bought myself like, there's nothing I can point to and be like, oh yeah, I spent money on this thing during that period from my tuition, it was just kind of like everyday expenses, and then maybe i would eat out or like do you get what i mean like well, all those kind of random things and like the occasional uber trip or well, not occasional but like if i needed to go out i'd probably most of more likely than not uber and stuff so yeah i was kind of getting reckless with the money at some point i will admit that so you know summer's uh, going on summer's going on i still haven't landed a gig and then at some point in the summer um two agencies that are I don't know if you guys are familiar with these things, but basically there's agencies that are like third-party agencies that do staffing for um, creative teams um, for companies and other agencies. So basically, um, two of those agencies are interested in me. Like, there's many such agencies. I, I don't know what name to give up, give up, but I don't want to disclose what agencies did sign me. But anyway, two of those agencies interviewed me and were really interested and both gave me contracts. They both had, you know, they were non-exclusive, so I could take on both. Um, they both had gigs that were like, yeah, we have this client right now that's looking for someone. Your style of design seems to be perfectly for them. You know, everything was looking good. Both the contracts were cancelled. Unrelated, like these are not related clients, but both of them got cancelled. And I was just like god and it wasn't that like the agencies ditched me it was literally the clients pulled the plug on the gig right and then it was so surreal because i had gotten all excited i was like finally answers to my prayers and the agencies were both like you know what like this didn't pan out but like obviously like more stuff is going to come in and we'll obviously keep you in mind for all those things like you're still within the agency it's just just not actively working right now so once something comes obviously we'll get you started on it months and months weeks and weeks till this day they never come back for anything occasionally they would like send me a thing and be like yo this is a brief like do you think you can work on it or like they would kind of reach out here and there but nothing ever really panned out right anyway so that was kind of that and summer was coming to an end and i was i i came to the realization that i had spent you know thousands of dollars and i did not still have a job um and it started to dawn on me that i ha- i was screwed um and it wasn't a situation where i could go ask my mom because again on one hand there's we had just lost my dad there was all this stuff going on and like just humanly speaking like 
like what do I like I just didn't have anything concrete enough to be like oh yeah I did this with your you know thousands of dollars I'm not going to give this specific amount right now because I honestly don't even remember at at this point it's a blow that I don't even want to get too deep into but yeah like I I um I couldn't go back to my mom at that time I just didn't feel that confident because again throughout like the years I'd been in Canada like we had never had issues with money right like I was you know like this type of thing is the type of mistake you make when you're in your first year and your mom comes to bail you out but not when not at this life stage that I was at when I made this mistake right like and I could obviously try and give excuses or blah 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 but that's just not how I was raised and not how I'm engineered right like I was raised to take responsibility for my action right so if ever there was ever something going if ever still now that there's something going on with me or you know i'm in any kind of situation my first question is how did i get myself here like what did i do that put me in this space so really actually there was nothing i was going to tell my mom right um at that time at least i just i, I just felt that way and it's not because like my mom being you know a mother she would have kind of you know spoken to me i guess but then she would have bailed me out if she, like in any way that she could but i just i just could not go to her with that rubbish like it, it just wasn't an option for me um and i just being vulnerable and being just in the stage that i was in like i was really really struggling in 2019 god knows i just felt like i couldn't really talk to anyone about it because i knew that if anybody knew the details of what had happened it would be a scenario of two things you should have known better and of course i should have known better but and i did know better it's not even i should have known better like i did know better but i didn't do better because i just didn't feel capable of doing better so like i just felt like i didn't need that whole talk at the time i just wasn't in the headspace for it because i knew that ultimately it was coming so i kept this thing to myself and i was just praying and like trying to figure this thing out and it was weighing on me and it was literally heavy and i couldn't i didn't know what to do it was literally like a handicap right and literally work was just not coming so i was scared and finally one day i kind of felt led to go and open up to somebody very specific i'm not going to give out the person's identity obviously but i felt led to talk to one very specific person about this issue now this person that i um she's someone who goes to my church and she's older like way more mature different life stage um and we had like a you know greeting greeting relationship but we weren't close at the time at all like we would i would greet her she was closer to people are that other people around me but we didn't have much of a one-on-one relationship right but i knew she like liked me that type of thing so i don't know why i just felt in my heart like i should go and talk to her about it but thank god i did <laughs> thank god i did um so i went to her and i just kind of opened up like i opened up and the first thing she said to me was you need to let go of the guilt because basically the guilt of this big mistake i had made was eating me alive like i don't know how else to explain it like i could barely even talk to my mom right because there was this huge huge secret that i was hiding from her and I, like i would pretend to be fine all the time and it was that kind of thing that because we lost my dad we'd start talking more frequently because again i don't have any um nuclear family here so there's no one to there's no one like see no one else going through that loss with me physically right so my family had kind of become more intentional about just like keeping those lines of communication open and my mom particularly right so whereas in the past we would speak like not like we didn't need to talk but like it just wasn't as frequent right so she was checking on me more just kind of 
see how I was settling in and you know what I was up to especially because like it was the whole summer I was just going to be in Canada and yeah so anyway this thing was the same of my life and this person that you know I'm going to give her a name let's just call her Jane so you know I felt in my heart that I should go speak to Jane and Jane was like first things first you need to let go of that guilt and it was work like it took a lot of work to kind of be like Tosin you made this mistake and like it's happened like it's happened and you need to move on um and then she kind of was that voice of reason being like you need to itemize a plan like you need to first of all you've worked in retail for so long retail is the low-hanging fruit right so let's try and get you hired forget what kind of job it is let's just have money coming in you can work towards your goals later but let's just have money coming in and she really just became my partner through that journey right so she was that voice of accountability and she was like you know or rather that um person of accountability so she was like okay get a job um and i started looking for work and i did find work in retail um not too long after that conversation um you know itemize um step by step how much you have left to pay um all that type of stuff anyway now as you know i'm getting in a better space i'm getting more confident i'm like you know i'm on top of this stuff like there seems to be you know a way out right um in previous years my school had always kind of been kind of lenient with tuition payments in terms of timing you would get charged late fees if you didn't pay by the due date but it was a flat late fee and then at some point i think they would start charging a percentage markup to that but really and truly it was just you'd pay you know particularly you'd pay like a couple extra hundred bucks but i'm saying that as if it's nothing but really actually in the, in the grants in the like in context of like thousands of dollars like hundred and something dollars extra is not that much do you know what i mean so i had kind of accepted that reality like okay yeah i'm gonna have to cough up maybe 150 dollars max um for not being able to make the dates but you know i would have all this time i would take my time i would start working and i would be paying off of my paycheck towards this thing um and then i traveled to new york um to go for my sister's exhibition she's a fashion designer um and at this time even she doesn't know that this whole thing is happening by the way she found out long after but you know i traveled for my sister's fashion exhibition and on one of the days that we're exhibiting i get this dramatic email from my school just being like they're changing the payment policy and if you don't make the payment by this so 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 and so date that you're going or register for the payment plan you're going to get like deregistered like like (laughs) and i was like what mind you this is my final like official semester so it's like if i didn't if i couldn't do that semester I wouldn't be able to graduate until November 2021. And my expected graduation date was November 2020. And this was as at September 2019. So as in picture me in September 2019, looking at a potential graduation date of November 2021. As I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, literally like there have been so many things in my academic journey, right? So my original time that I would have graduated from uni, if I stayed on track from the minute I graduated high school was 2018 now you're going to tell me i did not graduate in 2019 sorry i didn't graduate in 2018 as i was supposed to i didn't graduate i'm not going to graduate in 2019 either now i meant to graduate in 2020 but i'm looking at potentially not being able to do that and then ultimately having to graduate in 2021 like literally if i started school 
as at the time I was meant to be finishing school, I would be graduating in 2021. So like, it was just like, wait, what? Um, so it really scared me, and I was like, bro, I don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. Somehow, somehow I gather my composure. My sister says that something is wrong, but I kind of just brush it off. I don't really get into details. I'm just like, hey, I'm sorting it out, I'm sorting it out. And she's kind of skeptical, but she, she, she allows it. And you know, I gather myself together. I come back to Toronto. Um, very, very long trip back to Toronto. But I come back, come to school. The news isn't getting better. I'm learning that, like bro like i don't even have until the day they're saying i have like i need to figure some shit out today like and this is literally my first day back in toronto like i literally came from new york to class because i traveled during the semester so like i was like wait what and it was so confusing like i was going to lose access to blackboard which is the portal where you can hand in your assignments like all of this was happening in one day bro i was in the office of the register and i just started crying I just started crying because I didn't know where I was going to start from. I was, you know, speaking to different kind of people. Can I get an extension? Can I get this? Can I get that? And listen, if you're an international student in most of these schools, they don't give to about you. So nobody was giving me answers. They were sending me from office to office to office, telling me from place to place to place. Like I was scrambling and nobody was answering me. Now, at the same time, um, my mom hadn't already given me the whole tuition so i had called my mom and i had been like yo like these people are clamoring for their tuition or like blah 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 this is the difference between how much you sent me before and how much we're supposed to pay and she's like okay fine she'll get it to me in a couple days but obviously now like even the couple days is looking like a long thing so basically eventually i get this whole payment plan thing set up thankfully they approved the payment plan so what had worked out was that I had I hadn't spent all the money that was with me, you know, I'd paid the deposit on time and I still had some of the money that I was supposed to have paid out my situation. And then I had this money, additional money I was sending me. So I kind of used that to kickstart my payment plan. So literally that amount of money was what kept me registered. And then I was now put on the plan to be paying bi-weekly. So <laughs> so yeah like from that moment some time after that i started working and i was working 20 hours a week like i think on the dots um 20 hours a week i'm making 14 no making 15 dollars an, an hour um so you can do that math essentially my whole paycheck was going to work and going towards my tuition like I would so you get I get paid bi-weekly and I also had to make payments bi-weekly <laughs> so on the occasional paycheck I would take off like maybe 50 bucks just to kind of tide myself over or however much um thankfully you know some of my friends also kind of came through for me like i borrowed money here and there to like help me buff out my payment periods it was crazy literally excuse me sorry that burp i feel like the mic must have caught most of that burp anyway but yeah it was crazy because even like sometimes my paycheck like the whole paycheck will not be up to the amount that i'm required to pay you know that day but i don't know how i was shy hustling to the whole thing obviously it took a toll on me it was affecting me with school i was barely present with school mind you as i was paying this thing off my mom still had 
zero idea that this was happening so she would be trying to call me but i would either be at work or at school or doing homework or doing one thing or the other and she was barely able to like speak to me so i did not know how to explain but at the same time she knew i was broke like because i would kind of like occasionally drop, drop a hint that yeah, yeah yeah i'm kind of broke at the moment but me saying i was broke on a normal day it's kind of like oh yeah like you get like i'm, I'm paying my bills so and i'm working so she might just figure out mm, maybe i didn't work that much i didn't have as many hours like that kind of thing because i should send me like 200 dollars like carry whole body but like i was like broke <laughs> like <laughs> an extended period of time i think the brokenness was also pretty showing on my face so i could tell as a point that she couldn't really understand what was going on with me but like she was just kind of allowing me because i would kind of get like that sometimes like since i've been in school like you know like how like sometimes you're acting fine out you're stressed like so i think she just figured like okay maybe i'm just adjusting to it. i don't know what you know she figured in her head but you know i was hiding this thing anyway the girls are still eating you but i was daily working on it i'm just kind of gassing myself and encouraging myself in the sense that you know what you're saying you made the mistake but you're addressing it you know you're making progress you're doing this you're doing that so the first thing i did just in terms of clearing myself of that weight that was on my shoulders was i called my brother now my brother is typically the one that i when i've done something wrong i run to him because i can tell him you brother I'm not here to be chastised. Like, I just want you to know. And he will actually not, you know, chastise me. So I went, you know, I told him everything. And I told him, listen, mommy cannot hear. Like, I'm not here ready to tell mommy. Um, you know, just wait for me till I'm ready. And I'll let you know when I tell her. And obviously, he, he you know, he was kind of a stand-up guy. We spoke about it, everything, everything. And then, eventually, I braced myself. And I wrote, I typed out everything that happened. And I sent my mommy message. And my mom being the amazing amazing mother that she is literally was just like bro like well she didn't say bro but she was just her reply literally was just like i needed that so much in the moment that i was in she she just said i'm not upset at you if anything i'm proud of you you made a mistake and you're handling it and i couldn't be prouder and i was just like i stayed crying because me i did cry for days you know so that kind of happened um and it was it was it was an experience um I literally was bro <laughs> that that really messed with me because that I literally was paying my tuition um even past when um like the semester had ended and I'll get into what that semester looks like in maybe another story time just in terms of how my financial situation affected school but yeah like I I went from that to from paying every paycheck to my you know to to my tuition fees to now working full-time as an unpaid intern and having zero income right and i think there was even an overlap between those two periods so there was a point that i was still paying my tuition and i didn't have like a nine-to-five income but anyway i think that calls for a whole other story time but I just wanted to use this opportunity to, you know, share this story because not everything, it's not everything you see on the gram, right? Like, it's not everything that you see on, on, on social media. Sometimes you look at people and you think that they have their stuff together, you know, like, um, uh, come and come do giveaway, come and do giveaway, or, you know, people seem to be flexing, people seem to be, you know, chilling. I remember, like, during that whole period, sometimes, like, when people would see me happy and stuff, or maybe 
I I am eating out because somebody took me out or something. I don't know, man. I would just be on the internet showing, you know, a side of my life. And someone would say, ah, this is you like enjoyment, you like this. And it would just be so funny to me because literally, like, I was struggling. I was literally struggling. It was some of the darkest, you know, periods of my times. And maybe in another episode, I can talk about the impact on my mental health as well because it was very, very rough for me mentally. I've never, like, I thank God so much for bringing me out of that because... It was a very dark time for me. I think the mixing of grief and just, you know, that financial struggle with now guilt, like it was just so many emotions mixed together. And I I just thank God for bringing me out of that because I I was looking at potentially an extra year in school and I did, I like, I, I just couldn't bring myself to do that to my mother, right? Like I, like I couldn't, yeah, there were just so many things that were weighing on me at the time and it was scary. There was so much uncertainty. Literally, like I was working towards this thing and paying off my tuition as much as I could, but not even sure if everything was going to be worth it in the end and if I was still going to graduate. Like it was just such a mess. Um, but I just thank God. And I think that I really wanted to just, it was so important for me to share this story just because like I said, you don't see everything on the internet. And I feel like there's this image of perfection that social media has given us and we just put all this pressure on ourselves thinking like nobody like nobody else is going through stuff or not that nobody else is going through stuff but like when we make mistakes like you know that everybody kind of has their shit together and we don't but then literally people are going through things that you know you don't know anything about So yeah, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And like I said, if you know, or on top of what I said, if you are in a phase right now where you've made some mistakes and you know you're just feeling guilty, you're feeling heavy about it, know that it gets better. Know that the most important thing is that you pick yourself up and you go again. Like people who know me know there's a few things I always say. One of those things is we move. You move, everybody will be okay. Everything is going to work itself out. Do you get like everything is going to work itself out? The Bible says there's more hope hope for a living dog than a dead lion. So, no matter how bad your situation is, no matter how bad you know what you're going through is, or no matter how silly or you know vulnerable or no matter what it just kind of feels like, just so that there's light at the end of the tunnel, you will figure it out. You know. And I also just want to buttress the importance of having quality people around you because let me tell you, like one, the only reason I was able to keep any level of sanity during that period was the people around me that brought me joy, the people around me that never made me feel less than, the people around me that basically covered my shame. I feel like there's a Yoruba adage for that type of thing, right? Like I remember even my birthday this year like i was literally still broke at the time of my birthday because i was still working for no money but i had one of the best birthdays ever literally like these people i don't know like i don't know why i don't know what i did to deserve all the madness they pulled off but like they just did so much i had friends that were loaning me money not small amounts at the level that we're at but we'll not talk about it I have a friend that like literally was like saying like don't stress don't like li- hey god <sighs> it's so important to have people that will that are quality around you because people that are borrowing me money 
one, they will never see it. You never hear it. If I don't see it, you will not know that it gave me coin. Do you get what I mean? And the respect or my image in their sights has never changed for one second. They still look at me with the same level of respect. Nothing has changed. Even when I was still owing them money, nothing. No, nobody was chasing me like you. When can I, I was the one chasing them to be like you? Okay, I will send you money on this day. I will send you money on that day. Can I pay your money in installments? Like, I cannot point to one person that came through for me in that season that, like, yeah, made me everybody kind of covered me and i knew that i was covered and it wasn't there was no fakeness there was no anything about it it was just real genuine i got you so i think it's just so important to have people that got you in the corner like have people that you can rely on have people that you can depend on and when you are in tough situations learn to also you know be an independent person i really value independence but also learning your independence to depend on people right like learn to share your burden right learn to open up when you need to learn to accept help when you need it um i could have probably even gotten more help in that period if i had really really opened myself up but you know like i just it was a vulnerable thing and i didn't feel comfortable kind of accepting handouts here and there but yeah like that happened and alongside many other things that have happened throughout my journey if you'd like to hear more of my stories i'm a very very open person i believe that a lot of things that we i personally go through um isn't just for the sake of going through it or dealing with it and living through it it's for the benefit of other people so that one day somebody else is going through something similar they can look at my story and you know kind of see that everything is actually going to be fine and everything's going to be okay so i have no issue sharing any stories so if you like more of these types of you know podcasts it's a little more serious than my typical content but more than happy to do these um as always connect with me on social media um i'm also pretty open on all the platforms well the two of the platforms twitter and um twitter and instagram i share long captions on instagram just spilling all the tea of my life because really and truly i have no shame um anyway thank you so much for listening and i will catch you guys next monday bye